Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 643 of our trek and time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacy. In the next several weeks, we will focus on how to live with less fear. We will explore the trails in our trek of life that will help us to live fearless. This does not imply that we'll reach a point where we will be completely without any fear, but that is not only impossible, but also not wise. There is a time and place for the appropriate level of fear, but most of the fear that we experience on a daily basis has no grounding and can be eliminated as we grow in wisdom, insight, and understanding. So our objective for these next several Fridays is to experience a fearless Friday on our trek of life. Today we are on our third installment about worry. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. The wildlife around our home appears to be flourishing. In addition to the two young hawks that are very active and vocal, our deer population appears to be growing. I had previously mentioned about the two bucks and the two does, and then this week we saw another mama doe and two brand new fawns. They are very small, and their coats are spotted with bright white spots. None of the wildlife seems very concerned that we are around, and will usually remain in sight even when we are outside. It is enjoyable to watch as we go about our normal work duties. Just as our wildlife does not seem to worry about us, we need to take steps in our life towards freedom from worry. Not only is worry counterproductive, but it is also a form of disobedience. God has told us not to worry. So to worry is to disregard His guidance. Isn't it strange that we don't usually think of worry as a sin? But it is. We need to confess this sin. Choose with your will to obey God and by faith depend on Him for that ability. Today we want to go over some practical steps that may help you in your pursuit of freedom from worry. The first is to meditate on God's Word daily. Plan a block each day where you can invest some time, even if it's only 15 minutes, reading your Bible. Think about what you read and go over the phrases. Put your name in the places of pronouns, applying each verse specifically to your situations of your life. Memorizing passages will also help you. God's Word is powerful. It will renew and protect our minds. As King David tells us in Psalms chapter 119, verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Another point is to condition yourself to relax. Choose a phrase from scripture or a hymn that you can repeat to yourself at the first hint of anxiety. Psalms chapter 23, verse one tells us, the Lord is my shepherd, I have all that I need. The entire 23rd chapter of Psalm is a very good one to read. As you repeat the phrase, you will encourage yourself with its message and remind yourself to relax. The next tip is to listen to some soothing music. Just as David's music on the harp soothed King Saul's anxiety and depression, hymns and spiritual songs are wonderful tranquilizers for today. I bet you've had the experience where hearing or singing a hymn has lifted your spirits and eased your mind. You might want to listen to a recording, play an instrument, or sing to yourself. Reflect on the words and relax in the melody. The next tip is to talk through your problems. When you're worried about an issue or a relationship, don't fail to communicate that. If you need to talk with a friend or your spouse, schedule a time where you can honestly tell them your concerns and then listen to what they have to say. If it's a work situation and necessary, talk with your supervisor or employer about the troublesome aspect of your job. Talk with your children and listen to them as well. Worries will expand to giant problems in your mind when they are left to your imagination. 
they need to be exposed and then whittled down to size. The next tip is to limit your worry time. Now this may sound funny, but counselors do suggest this technique for people who are prone to anxiety. Set aside 15 minutes a day for active worry time and no more. This will keep worry from distracting you the rest of the day. If worrisome thing comes to your mind, jot them down on a card and plan to think about them later. Here are three positive results that can be accomplished from this. First, you can accomplish a great deal more during the day when you are free from anxiety. Second, when your worry time comes, you are better to deal with the problems because you feel good about your productive day. You can devote your attention and your concerns and list them in the order of seriousness. And then third, by the time you get to your worries, the problems may have well shrunk in importance. They may not even seem worth worrying about after all. The next tip is to design a plan of action. When something comes to mind that causes you anxiety, ask yourself what type of solution you can implement to minimize your concerns or correct the issue. Implement what you can, and then realize that there are many things in life that we just cannot control. Do what you can, but then leave the remainder and the results to God. The next tip is to cultivate the awareness of God's presence in you. So many times worry stems from that which we do not have, such as money, health, or control over others. Hebrews chapter 13, 5 tells us, Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Jesus gives us strength for our tasks, the wisdom for decisions, the courage to face difficulties, and the victory over temptation. Keep up a running conversation with him in your mind. This is what the Apostle Paul meant when he said in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16-18, through 18, Always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. The next tip is to replace worry with prayer. The Apostle Paul gave the Philippians this advice in chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Instead of worry, pray. You do have a Father in Heaven who is real, who loves you, who will provide for your every need. He wants you to pray, demonstrating your dependence on Him, and He will give you an unexplainable peace that will serve as a guardian over your mind. And the final tip is, get help from others. Many times when you share with a friend something that is troubling you, you will feel better immediately. Just getting it out sometimes really helps. Often a wise friend is able to encourage and enlighten you through the scriptures. Pray together, and by the time that you part, God has used another believer to relieve your anxiety and strengthen your faith. Remember, we are members of one body, one family, and we are commanded to bear one another's burdens. If you are a worrier, a fretter, or someone who is anxious much of the time, God does want to heal you. He has given you His promises, His protection, and His provisions. We all have a choice, and we are responsible for the choices that we make. We can keep worrying, ruin our mental and physical health, and slow down our spiritual development, but there is an alternative. It is summed up in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know what God's will is for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Next Friday, we will take a little bit of a different direction from our discussion about worry as we explore how we can fear less and have more victory on a daily basis. 
I know that you'll find these insights interesting and profitable in living your rich and satisfying life. Our next track, though, will be Mindship Monday, where we will help you to live differently by thinking differently. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily treks or read their associated journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe at iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek is downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.